Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. When the new Queer Eye season dropped earlier this month, the Netflix makeover show featured an unlikely star, Kathy Dooley, the longtime music director at Quincy Senior High School. Queer Eye star Jonathan Van Ness is a 2004 graduate, and he'd recommended his beloved teacher and her late 1970s mullet for a makeover. Hijinks ensued, and more than a few tears flowed. Kathy Dooley is enjoying the response to the episode, which was filmed last fall, as well as periodic return visits from Van Ness, who has insisted that he continue to style her hair. She's also contemplating even bigger changes to her life than just a haircut. She joined me in studio last week, and I asked how the show first approached her. They were based out of Kansas City, and they were looking for people who they could highlight as uh, heroes. And so um, Jonathan... That's a pretty attractive pitch right there. Absolutely. And so Jonathan gave them my name because they were not aware that um, it really... And in Midwest time, well, lots of people from the East Coast and West Coast are not really (laughs) familiar with the center of the country. And so they didn't realize that Jonathan's high school was just about three and a half hours from where they were stationed for that season. And so, you know, he said, well, I know a hero in in my high school, and I'd really like to, I've wanted since eighth grade to cut her hair and all those things. So he sort of like um, gave us, you know, for Quincy and turned turned them on to that. And then um, for about three months time, different producers would call from, the East Coast and the West Coast, and I had to do some um, FaceTime things with people and Skyping, and then the producers all came to Quincy and sort of, you know, they did one day in the town and sort of checked it all out, and then one day they came to Quincy High School and sort of checked out, you know, different storylines and lead lines and different things that would make their their episode interesting. And so this whole time they were they were kind of vetting you. Yes. Were they also yes. <laughs> trying to push you a little bit to see how far will she go? Uh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Because they were, uh, you know, I'm, I, I teach theater and music, and what, so I'm just used to sure I'll do it, you know, whatever. Because I knew it could be cut like, at any moment if it was really bad. But they were. I just realized that after the couple times they were surprised. You know, they would go, "Really? You're?" I'm going like, "Well, okay, that'll be fine." Yes, or <laughs> so they <laughs> sort of said, so, "Would you be willing to change your look?" Would you and be willing to do that, to and, your, the, and okay. a lot about my clothing. Yes, and whatever. They were kind of quite appalled by the. Uh, clothing choices that I that I made, which I thought were just fine, but they definitely tanned. It definitely did not. <laughs> the five guys worked with you on a number of fronts. They ended up getting yep. you new glasses. They got you new clothes. But it's fair to say, by far the the most permanent was your hair. Absolutely. Um, let's play a clip of Queer Eye's hair expert Jonathan Van Ness contemplating your longtime hairdo. Kathy's name is a Kathy Dooley. It is not. Kathy Joe Dirt Dooley, and I will not have this mullet living anymore while my gay body walks this earth. <laughs> so, Jonathan, he's obviously very colorful. Yes, he is, right? Yes. Um, so, when he finally got to the point that he was like, Yes, I'm going to cut your hair, were you all on board? They'd kind of eased you into this at that point. Well, I, I guess. Um... It was probably more that he was my former student uh, because we've been fi- really I don't even have Netflix. <laughs> and so like I we knew that he'd been doing these you know great things and had some episodes out there and his mom played a podcast for me and and it, uh, um, he was always over the top you know, ever since he was young. And so um, then I just started thinking, oh my goodness, you know one of my former students is going to actually cut my hair. <laughs> so that was probably more intimidating than anything, you know because 
because like if he just really, really was trying to get back at me for something, I'm going like, oh my goodness, this probably could not turn out well if did that. But he did a beautiful job and he was very, very sensitive and because and, he sort of knew that my hair was sort of my, um, you know, emblem of, you know, I doubt yeah. that's me. You that know? was your and signature. So, absolutely. All and those so, years. And so, you know, when we got to the uh, salon, you know, he, he was just wonderful. So and he, he sort of eased into it and promised to give my leftover. He let me hold it and then we put it in the little um, locks for love bag, you know, and <laughs> so <laughs> to we, do all that. Yes, your hair right. did end up getting donated. Oh, yes, absolutely. Right. That's great. Yes, right. So he was he was joking about like, well, I, we'll probably get more money for them if we auction this off. <laughs> so anyway, I don't think that happened. But yeah, we did put it in the locks for love bag. So Jonathan, you said he was, I can't remember the word you just used, but um, he had been your student. What was he like as a student? Oh, very, I, I just, the kindest way to say we over the top. Over the top. Yes. <laughs> right. So anyway, but, but um, you know, very opinionated and very, uh, he was always, um, and still has a very strong um, character. He comes from a wonderful, wonderful family. Um, and, you know, they his role models of his grandfather and, and mom and dad, you know, they're very, um, um, community-minded and always running different fundraising events and doing all kinds of things in Quincy and for the community. And so um, his grandfather actually is responsible for our highways, Tom Oakley. Oh. Actually, the highway is named after his grandfather, Thomas oh. Oakley. And uh, he and a businessman from Hannibal, Missouri, they really for probably 30 years worked together to get the highway um, connected that, that the Avenue of the Saints, which is Highway 61 that goes all the way. And they worked through Congress and all those buttons you have to push to not give up to get highways to come to Quincy's many times been known Western Illinois as Forgottonia of Illinois. And so um, we are, you know, so they really, those two businessmen got together and really fought that for years and years and years until they finally got those highways. So I think role models in Jonathan's life have always been strong and opinionated people that, you know, he aspired to. That's interesting. And and he had also been, um, I understand, the first male cheerleader to integrate Abs- that team. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. So he was, you know, he, I just, I really sort of remember when he was going around telling everyone that he was going to be trying out. And I, I just remember that he, he, everybody was just going, okay, that's great. You know, like, I don't think he thought everybody would be shocked and surprised, but no one was shocked and surprised. And, and you Quincy know, High School just yeah. rolled with this. They put oh, him on the cheerleading oh, absolutely, squad. absolutely. And we've had, um, uh, I just... I just don't think they're, we have some amazing students and teams and groups, and they're really all about, you know, what you can do. So I think really the gender doesn't really matter. It's like, can you flip and can, how high can you go? And are you really good? And in, in many things, it really doesn't matter if you're a boy or a girl or whatever. It's just like, how well can you do this, whatever you're asked to do in that particular sport or team? And he clearly was good. We got oh, to see him absolutely. on Queer Eye doing the moves Abs- with the Quincy Well, I was kind of shocked that he did that. Did you, have you watch again, if you can, I was just afraid, not that he, I knew he'd be able to do it, but he ran into the gymnasium and he had those three-inch heels on. Yes. And I can guarantee you he has never done stand-up and cheer before in three-inch heels. So I was just worried on that gym floor that, you know, you, you know, on a, with a heel, you can get it caught and slip quickly. And I'm going like, oh my goodness. But anyway, yeah. but he carried it off flawlessly. Yeah. You guys laughed a lot, but you also got pretty serious in this episode. Let's play a clip of Jonathan talking about what you meant to him. I was so, like very excited to come, but I was also very nervous 
And, you know, Quincy, like, ever since I've left, has had a very, like, particular kind of painful place in my heart because it was very, like, as much as I loved being a Blue Devil and having an experience here, it was very hard. But one thing that you did, you know, for me and other kids like me is you always treated me the same as, as, as if I was like anyone else. And as an LGBT person, I think, you know, so badly, like we just want to feel normal and like not treated differently. You always did that. And I just feel like my scars were very much healed like this week. It just, it really is very moving and you have such a part in that. And you've literally saved people's lives, like mine included. That is big words that I just said. So I just want you to be able to keep giving back to yourself so that you can keep doing what you love to do. How did it feel to hear him say those words? Um, <laughs> I can see you're, you're tearing I, I know, up a little. Yeah. Well, it's not, it's, I'm sure all teachers listening to this um, understand that every child that walks through your door is, you know, just a package of potential. And, you know, when you really, you know, just look at the child and we're, you're going, we're all very, conscious these days of where they're where they're at when you meet them and then you set a goal in your mind for where you want to take them so um you know the different things about and all teenagers and struggle i mean in, in today's world more than ever and so really the things about um especially in fourth grade and fifth grade you know like i mean their sexuality or their um, background or how they are really you know i don't think really enters your mind because just every child who walks to the door is like, you know, you're, it, it's a, a great challenge and a great opportunity to take that child from where you meet them to the next steps that you want for them. And in the arts, we have a, uh, it's even better because, and especially in Quincy, we get to meet the children when they're in fourth or fifth or sixth grade. And then unlike a math teacher who may only see them for a semester, we many times, at least in our school system, we'll see them in fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. So we really live through some of those, especially the junior high years, which are very, very difficult. And so, you know, and to get them to the high school and then to get them to senior high, you know, you, you really get to see them blossom in many ways. And then you get to be there with them when they struggle through uh, different things like, you know, like lots of children go through divorces in their families and, you know, or health issues or all kinds of things. So you get to be very, very close with them. Mm-hmm. I'm here in studio today with Kathy Dooley, the longtime music director at Quincy Senior High School. Kathy was featured on the Netflix show Queer Eye, and she's joined us to talk about her episode, which dropped on July 19th. And it's just a really fun episode to watch. In addition to giving you a makeover, the show also gave the Teacher's Lounge a makeover. Isn't that great? Yeah. Can you tell us a a little bit about what they changed? Well, they give you a choice. And my husband and I um, really just thought, um, because really to make this happen, we had to pretty much stop the high school (laughs) setting for the entire week. And everybody sort of had by. But I just really thought um, we don't put a lot of frills for our teachers in I any mean, way teacher shape lounge or terrible no a- absolutely i think it was like kind of they ha- it had like more tables and it usually it's just one table and a microwave and then this old ice machine that no one will get rid of because the uh, they say it's the very best ice whatever that means <laughs> but anyway but it really needed to get you know and so they and so i think the producers um, um jennifer lane she really wanted to see the teachers lounge and um we're comp- my building is completely on the opposite side so i don't get down there very often Oh, okay. And so they they took her down there and and basically I had suggested our 
our dressing room in the theater area because uh, that hasn't been touched since 1971 when the building was built. And so they looked at that, but then Jennifer Lane really said, like, no, uh, you know, I'd like to benefit all these teachers. So they just came in and just gutted the entire place. And it's just, it's really fabulous with the, the massage. There's two massage chairs and these beautiful televisions and real refrigerators <laughs> and a coffee bar and, and some, you know, nice chairs to sit in. And so, um, you know, it, it really has turned out well so that everybody finally um, really made an effort to use the use the teacher's lounge and they, they're making more of an effort to have meetings there and you oh, know there's great there's really a reason to come to the teacher's lounge and, and it was my hope that we have a difficult um, time um, finding teachers to come to Quincy Illinois sure. just there's a shortage of teachers I'm sure all over the country and especially in unique areas like first I'm still looking for a general music teacher and a string teacher and um, you know in science and math and all those areas so I was hoping when they were interviewing teachers maybe they can move the interviews in there so that they would That'd get a, a visual point. a visual right away that we really care about our teachers so yeah. that was my hope that absolutely yeah. telegraphs yes. that um, one of the other Queer Eye gifts, they gave you first-class tickets to go to New York City to see Waitress on Broadway. Yes, absolutely. What is your connection to that show? Well, that's um, another one of my students who uh, graduated in 97, uh, yes, 1997, and his name is Ryan Jude Tanner, and um, his show was just here at the Fox. The, he owns, um, well, he has a a Tony for Pippin, the revival of Pippin on Broadway, and then he's a producer. He owns oh, okay. uh, Square One Theatrics, and uh, he and his partner, and uh, they uh, they are they're producers of Waitress. They're also producers of Come From Away. And they just won another Tony for the revisioned Oklahoma oh. on Broadway. Yes, yeah, so that's our that's our little Ryan Tanner. <laughs> how, how many famous things. students do you have in your we, music department? Uh, I mean, this is well, pretty impressive. Quincy, Illinois is kind of uh, two, not six degrees, but two degrees away from. If you ever study the history of Quincy, I'm not from Quincy, so like sometimes I'm the best cheerleader because they just sort of take it for granted. But there are quite a few, quite a few people who are graduates of Quincy High's Pulitzer. Prize winners, Jim Stewart, that, uh, just uh, Judson Green, the uh, former vice president of uh, Disney. You know, I mean, they're all graduates of Quincy Senior High School. So we have a, a, a really a large lineage of uh, great people and talent that have come from Quincy Senior High School. And it seems like the music program in particular, um, you know, there's a part on the show where the students all spontaneously break into something that they call dually sizing. Mm -hmm. Let's play a clip of that. Oh, my. <laughs> when I think about Ms. Dooley, and her future. What would you like to see Miss Dooley do to inspire her? I think she should pick up some exercising classes and do some dooley sizing. Yeah. Yeah. Does she do dooley size? Yeah. Can you all show me some dooley size? Oh my gosh. Show me right now. Five, four, three, two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, two, two. Gosh, I love Julie exercising. Julie size? Is that what Julie size, Julie size. She needs to make a YouTube channel. Okay, you've got to tell our, our listeners, what on earth is dually sizing? It's um, just sort of a name that was attached to, I, I do um, a lot of choreography. That's what I do. Uh, when I first became the director, I have so many 
talented faculty members that I work with, and they're just amazing people. So I always look for the niche that I can to help. And most of them are band directors, orchestra directors, vocal directors, and things like that. But we didn't have a choreographer. And so that's part of my background as well. So I always sort of, you know, uh, was the choreographer for many, many musicals and our pom-pom girls and many, many other different things during the year. And and uh, so we always have to warm up. So I call them warm uh, warm-ups. Uh, because um, and then I found out over the years that you know basically it's not just dance you know any any uh, job or performance when you need to warm up and you know and get ready and mentally and focus so I've always had these uh, 25 to 30 minutes of and the, the students give me tunes to play you know they want it to go in a certain order and so we always put movement and you know we work from you know slowly warming up to we're jumping rope and doing the stuff and we don't stop for about 25 30 minutes and then uh, I don't know maybe 15 probably more 20 years ago they started calling it dually sizing and so to me it's still let's go do our warm-ups but no it's time for dually sizing. And dually so, sizing. Yes, and they they have um, they have certain chants that go with each, like that swoop one. Uh, basically, that's just like touching past your toes and then and doing flex hands all the way <laughs> to the sky. But they call it swooping, and so they they've uh, put all these terms that sort of help them, you know, do the exercise together. And they have a lot of fun. But I'm always glad that they're at least warmed up before they start dancing and jumping over people on stage. That feels like this yeah. great legacy that you have. This, this whole thing named after you. I think even before this show, you must have known you were going to go down in posterity at well, the school. Well, cer- certain things that, and we, I, I'm teaching, I've been teaching long enough now that I teach children of, um, that I've taught their parents as well. And so they'll always tell them their favorite memories of when they were warming up or getting ready for this show. Or because we, Quincy High School, we really, really um, treasure our traditions. And Qu- Quincy is a very traditional town, but it's on the cutting edge of other things too, like Gates. We have Gates Radio, electronics, and all these different things that are um, just amazing, you know. But we also are very deep rooted in tradition, mm-hmm. and so um, we th- th- those are traditions, and they're kind of fun, and you know, those things really help uh, ground our students because they they may not look forward to the three hour marching band practice they have, <laughs> but they're you know with every every kid you know there's different things that they do look forward to, and so we try to intersperse those things to make it fun. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, there's obviously this um, focus on tradition, but then in this case, you made some big changes, Absolutely. which is sort of the opposite of tradition. <laughs> yeah. How has your life changed since you got this new look? Have, have you noticed that people treat you differently or that you have a different impact when you walk in a room? Well, um, it's usually um, sometimes, I even my own brother who teaches in Clark County, Missouri, which is kind of close to Quincy, uh, he walked in, I was sitting at a computer, which I rarely do, and he walked in the office and I was typing and he walked com- right past me. And he just didn't even kept, recognize no, you. No, no, and, and then he turned back and he goes, Oh, Kathleen, is that? You know, he just did not. But it's funny, the reaction has been from behind mm-hmm. the most because my hair was down quite long. And and I, when I direct choirs on stage, most people see me from the back. That makes and sense. so that's where most people are going like, I didn't know that was you up on stage. I thought someone else was visiting or something like that. So that's been most of the reaction is from my back. Or people are, are I just, we have amazingly friendly people. And so they might be saying something behind my back but they haven't said like oh my goodness but I know a couple people after concerts have said like I just didn't realize that was you up there has it changed how you feel on the inside at all um 
Yes, especially I'm still not. I guess the truth of the matter is that I, I'm, you know, when you look in the mirror, you go like, oh, is that really me? Because when you're my age, I guess you just don't realize how long, you know, um, you have been carrying a certain haircut or a certain do or a certain whatever. And I just never thought, you know, anything was wrong. I just sort of was uh, busy getting out to the job that day. And so now that you have this new look, um, has it inspired you to change other things in your life too, or do you feel like I'm still the same, Kathy? Well, I, I well, it's funny that that has been a sentiment that many people have expressed to me. Like you'll still be the same, Kathy, right? <laughs> and we'll still get to do the same things. And 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 uh, my students have been, you know, they're very very um, particular about they want to do the same things. We we're not changing everything. They're still going to do right, yes, right, and absolutely. But you know, it. it the whole weekend and the whole experience was very, very reflective because you have basically four out of the five guys and they're as nice as they look on television. That's they are. And what I was surprised because I really didn't know that much about them. And they really are experts in their fields. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they bring that to you. as And so it really is very reflective as you're going through the whole week because they, they tell you absolutely nothing. So like you're there the night before going like, OK, now what what's going to be tomorrow? What are they going to be? You know, they didn't. <laughs> well, a couple times they were driving around Quincy and it's such a small town. Like I, I would say, um, OK, I know I'm not supposed to um, you know, know where I'm going right now, but I do know that you're lost because <laughs> we've just circled around the same three block three times. Can I at least help you get to where you're supposed to be? Because they really kept it all a surprise until the moment you were supposed to do whatever it was that you were supposed to do. I understand that you are in the process of making a big life change, though, that, that come next year... Your life's going to look very different. Yes, absolutely. But I, we're not. My, it, so my tell our listeners, has, uh, what was the big announcement that well, you made? Well, at the end of next year, I'm going to be uh, officially for the state of Illinois retiring as the director of music education in the Quincy Public Schools. And does that mean you won't be teaching any longer? So, I, I would imagine. I hope that I probably will in okay. some way, because we have, um, at, just like any school district and any fine arts program, many, many of our jobs are volunteer. And so many of the jobs I do are volunteer. They're really not part of the drag. So my husband and I both um, plan to stay in the community and we're going to be just jumping into one of those volunteer roles. And as I said, if we can't find a teacher for a certain thing or whatever, I'm going to be helping out and he's going to be helping out as well because we're very invested in the success and the future of the program. And um, I have an amazing um, um, mentor, uh, mentor E who's going to be with me all year. And he's one of our former students from Quincy Senior High School. And so so, you know, he's going to do a phenomenal job. So we'll have like a year to pass on the torch. But I definitely will be in the background, like helping with, uh, you know, collecting trash and doing all those things that our many, many volunteers do all the time to keep a great fine arts program going. That's what you're going to do in your yeah. retirement? Oh, collect absolutely. trash at the high school? Well, that's what we do now. That we, yeah. It takes I, people, you know, I know there's a maybe there's some booster club people out there. But, you know, it really, really takes a village in any school, in any district, in any state, you know. You have to have all those people work together because we could really probably never afford to pay, you know, all the volunteers from our booster parents. And so I'm just going to become a super duper booster parent <laughs> and, and help out however we can. That's great. So you're not you are officially retiring, but it sounds like you have we're no not, plans we, to we, leave. We are not riding off into the sunset <laughs> at all. I, I, I just feel we have too much to give yet and too much energy and too much passion for uh, the program. And the people of Quincy have been so good to me. So it'll be a great way to give back. 
That was the longtime music director at Quincy Senior High School, Kathy Dooley. She is featured in the new season of the Queer Eye Makeover Show, now streaming on Netflix. St. Louis on the Air is produced by Evie Hemphill and Lara Hamden, with production assistance from Aaron Dorr, Charlie McDonald, and Alexis Moore. The senior producer is Emily Woodbury, and the executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.